Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having a terrific day today, as always. I'm sure you guys have been checking out the website overnight. We've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of uh, comments, a lot of feedback on it. We're still tweaking a few things here and there, so if there's anything you're not sure about or you don't know, feel free to check us out online on the chat box. We're online all day pretty much. We've been going into the evening just keeping everybody updated and helping people navigate the new site with a lot of the new options, all the way from the DHL Express International to the point system to the new platforms that we have and a lot of different specials that we have. One thing that I did get a couple emails on, I wanted to address the old previous orders. We have not been able to get them to sync up with the new website. So your old previous order history, that is not available and updated yet. We're still working on it, but I want to give everybody a heads up. So, cause I had a lot of people asking me like, where's my old order at? I'm trying to look at my old order. It's not there on the new website yet. However, if you need to get a hold of us, we still have access to the old website that is up and running that we can still dive into. So if you need something in the chat box or if you want to call us up and ask us, we'll be happy to pull up all your previous orders that we have on record and can answer any questions about date, time, place, product, whatever you want. And uh, so we're still here to help you guys with that. And I really appreciate all the support and the feedback. We couldn't do this without you. Healthmasters.com pretty much sponsors this show. It does. It's the only sponsor. You guys know we have no ads, no pop-ups. I have no tracking cookies. You don't have to go and click and approve for me to track you around the whole internet globe You know, after you go on my website. I don't do any of that. And so I try to keep everything as clean and concise and as respectful as possible with this. We don't have ads on the show. I don't have commercials every five to ten minutes promoting something. Health Masters buys the clock for an hour, and that's why we bring all these topics to you on a regular basis. So thank you again for your support, and be sure to check out the product of the week, the Joint Rebuilding Formula, on sale right now. And we also have the looks like the product of the week tomorrow, if it wins. I encourage everybody to go online and vote. The Berberine Ultimate is definitely getting more traction now. That's the formula that really helps out with blood glucose metabolism, helps reduce inflammation. And I have personally seen myself when I've been running it longer and multiple people that I've talked to now, it really actually helps to burn body fat if you're taking it with a reduced carbohydrate diet. So if you're eating really clean, cutting carbs out, trying to stay with more lean proteins and healthy fats, and you're running this product in, it most definitely helps out with healthy weight level and healthy body fat levels. So I've been running usually one with each major meal throughout the day, so two or three berberine a day, and I've noticed it really has helped stabilize my blood sugar and maintain as far as leaning down a little bit over the summer. So be sure to check that out tomorrow if it wins on sale at healthmasters.com. One of the first stories that I want to get into today is I've had a lot of people bringing more stuff up. I'm not going to give it a ton of ton of coverage because we talked about it in detail yesterday and shoot every single mainstream and alternative media site is covering it, which is interesting as, as far as what's going on with Israel and Palestine and all this stuff. Now, uh, Lindsey Graham has been running his mouth on Fox News saying that we need to do basically a full-blown strategic airstrike on Iran to knock out all their oil reserves, which has to be probably one of the dumbest comments I've ever heard him say in recent history, considering the fact that Russia and China are direct allies with Iran. If we get in a direct war with Iran, they will fire at us. And so, I mean, there's it's going to be another boots on the ground, invasion Iran, war over there, which I guess at some point that's what they want to push. But, man, our, our boys in service and all of our Marines and Army, they don't need to be back over there again in that nonsense, especially not for this. It is interesting to me because I had somebody 
send me another email yesterday about basically what was going on over there in Israel. And I responded back to him because, you know, there's been a lot of very questionable things that have happening. And he was kind of like, well, what do you think happened with this and that? And why do you think, you know, these people were killed over there? And I said, dude, listen, you're dealing with conflicting areas, conflicting people. I said, but at the end of the day, as sad as the situation is, you got to ask yourself the million dollar question. That's what I told you guys yesterday. I said, so you're telling me Mossad, who has the most advanced intelligent capabilities in the world, par with the CIA, along with the most advanced satellites, security monitoring, and air defense systems the United States has given them and the world seen. They have the most advanced air defense system in the world. And I said, yeah, you're telling me they had absolutely no idea any of this was going to happen, and the most delayed response we've ever witnessed from their QRF, their quick reaction force that we've ever seen from Assad, something doesn't add up with this. And so that was just my personal opinion on it because, again, you've always got to ask yourself the question. When you see Israel, who has pretty much the largest military might per population capita, because Israel is a very small country, considering what they have from a military standpoint, and to have something like this where they're telling us guys you know, flew over the wall and hang gliders with machine guns slung on them, and suddenly their quick reaction force had no idea what was going on and nobody knew what was happening – to me, it seems like this is another false flag, and they allowed a lot of their own citizens to die just like in 9-11 so they could basically start another war with Iran, which may be where it's going. So again, you come up with your own opinion on that. That's just my two cents. I'm not for either war on either side with anything. I would prefer to have peace as wars only benefit the bankers and only send more of our boys to die and get slaughtered another war we don't need to be involved in. So just something I thought I would throw out there as well. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting is now more and more people are finally are starting to question where in the world these weapon systems came from, whether they came from Afghanistan or whether they came from uh, Ukraine. I've seen this all over the news now. It's ironic to me. This is the ironic part to me now is that a lot of these representatives, Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of these other individuals that are now all, we need to find out where these weapons went. We need to find out where they came from. It's funny to me that not one single congressional leader or anybody in the Senate for the last year and a half has questioned where all these surfaced air missiles are going from, where all these anti-tank javelin missiles are going to the Ukraine, where all these armaments are going in the Ukraine, and whether or not any of them are getting basically trafficked to other countries with all the weapon trafficking. Yet I know from individuals that used to be in the intelligence community and used to work as contractors have told me verbatim point blank that the weapons in Ukraine are getting sent down to Africa and run through Istanbul and the Black Sea and sweeping around to other countries. Yet now suddenly they're curious to know where these weapons are going. And so just I just find that really ironic now after a year and a half. And the crazy part about it is now, and I've told you guys this yesterday before anybody even brought this up, there's a high probability that some of these weapons systems have been brought in and smuggled in through the Mexican drug cartel here in the United States with sleeper cells that are basically these units that they're using and they're going to use to basically be very strategic and communicate. That's my personal opinion. And I think they're going to set up some massive false flag with these groups. There's a reason why 
they've been letting in millions of illegals over the last couple of years because, quite frankly, we've seen hundreds of them that have now been stopped that have been on the FBI terrorist watch list. I mean, directly involved with hardcore Sharia law jihadist terrorists in the Middle East, but stopped at the southern border. So lest you think that these guys aren't coming here and they're not ready to do something else, because remember, majority of them hate America. Majority of them were involved in a lot of the Middle Eastern conflict, and they really hate America, especially when we're over there for almost two decades. So you start building that level of hatred and anger in groups that are already prone to have extreme violent behavior, and then you start sending them into the United States and telling them to stand by and here's armaments and wait till you get a green light on your phone. Guys, I encourage you, and I have said this many times before. Make sure you know how to handle yourself from a security standpoint and make sure you have the training and armaments to handle yourself. Just my two cents I want to throw out there on that because there's some very strange things that are happening right now, and this would be the strategic time to try to drag us into a war by having a false flag in the United States with a bunch of sleeper cells and then blaming it on Iran so we can have a direct conflict with Iran. Just telling you, from a strategy standpoint, already watched this in 2001. There's a lot of weird stuff going on right now, so I encourage everybody to make sure you're using your heads and using wisdom and not falling prey to just the mainstream media that wants to constantly tell you how to think, what to think, and where to think, and actually do some deductive reasoning for yourself all the time on a regular basis. That's my two cents on that. What do you think about that, Dad? How are you doing this morning? Oh, doing great, Austin. You know, the whole thing with this thing in the Middle East, you know, people are saying this is the beginning of Armageddon. This is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of, you know, World War III. All the stuff's about to happen now as far as the world's about to come to an end. And it goes on and on and on. I mean, I, I mean I've, I've heard all of it now, and I've read so much of it in the last 24 hours and in the last actually 72 hours that, you know, I began to realize that, you know, this whole thing's not what we've been reporting. There's a really good article from State of the Nation, and it says Operation Wag the Dog. These Palestinian surprise attacks against Israel are not what the CIA's mockingbird media are reporting. Palestine only ever attacks Israel because Tel Aviv planned it that way, because Benjamin Netanyahu is in a super desperate need of a war to distract the populace from so much institutional criminality and corruption and worse. Operation Wag the Dog, if Hamas really did stage the attack, it was made to happen on purpose. Wow. Remember, there's the premise. Nothing that happens in Israel could ever be taken at face value. And whenever it concerns the Palestinians, you know, the Israelis are lying through their teeth. First of all, you know, CNN is reporting this utterly faked event. It's being staged with melodramatic effect to distract the whole world from you name the crime against humanity or ongoing genocide that we've had now in Gaza. Israel's prime minister declared that the country was at war on Saturday after militants from Gaza fired a barrage supposedly of rockets that sent gunmen into Israel supposedly in a major escalation of a long-running conflict between the two sides. And really, after staging the hollow hoax and maintaining the biggest cover-up in modern history, does anyone believe a single word that comes out of Tel Aviv? Keeping the Holocaust industry profitable in many, so many ways, perhaps the greatest feat in human history, yes, which brings us to this alleged attack in Palestine. As the previous link states, Tel Aviv knew this was coming and did nothing to stop the attack on purpose. Is it that their MO, their modus operandi, were concerns all things Palestinian, especially when the current government is on in such huge trouble with citizenry? For those who are unaware, never in the modern state of Israel history has the government been so at odds with the governed. The people in Israel actually hate Benjamin Netanyahu, most of them. We're talking about a full-blown rebellion against Netanyahu's nakedly corrupt administration. The protests – he wants a dictatorship, by the way. The protests that have occurred throughout Israel during 2023 are unparalleled and completely without precedence. 
precedent. Therefore, Tel Aviv knows the only way to short-circuit these constant protests and spontaneous demonstrations is to give the citizens something much more scary to worry about. <laughs> so the key point is, where's <laughs> you mean Israel's much-vaunted Iron Dome couldn't stop a bunch of Palestinian-fired Roman candles launched from Gaza? That's what we said yesterday. And they actually got over 5,000 of them, which I don't believe. That's better than Russia does in Ukraine in a week. <laughs> Everyone's been saying that in, uh, this October is the month that things will jump off into uncharted territory. Not that the entire planetary civilization has not already been in such a state of unrelenting chaos, confusion, and conflict. But when the beast system stages a big event in Israel, you know things are getting very hot and heavy as an ominous end times happening. Look at it. No one does drama like the Israelis. And when they do, like they did in 9-11, the whole world community, nations, and drawn into their mega show. Why do you think they own and operate Hollywood forever? Why do you think they own all the major networks? Why do you think they own State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard through the Rothschild banking cartel? And they have for decades to protect their stellar showmanship and consummate manipulation of their audience. As for choreographing of the latest war, it is common knowledge that there are more Mossad spies and spooks living in Palestine than there are Palestinians. <laughs> in light of the little, just that little point, it ought to be very easy to see how Israel could pull off this classic false flag invasion in the New York Minute. Remember, it was Israelis' intelligence services who set up Hamas in the first place, so how easy it is for them to orchestrate a similar barrage like this one, as well as set up a bunch of terrorist cells in cities and towns close to Gaza, including terrorist cells in the United States of America. I'm adding that. People, nothing happens in Israel unless it was perfectly planned that way, period. And whatever does happen in Israel, global repercussions, especially designed to trigger other events which remain to be seen. It is not adding up how Hamas fires 5,000 rockets in two hours. Could the Russians even fire 5,000 rockets in two hours? How does Hamas cut a big hole in a fence that the Israelis are supposedly monitoring 24-7? If Hamas actually started this war on its own, what does it hope to accomplish? The destruction of Gaza? On the other hand, Netanyahu seems to have everything to gain, at least in the short run. A distraction from his political and legal woes and a chance to appear to be strong, forceful, and an effective leader. In a longer run, if the war is real, he could be blamed for being caught off guard. It's said that the truth is the first victim of war. I suspect, suspect that whatever we hear, it is not the truth. Now a hostage situation. If there's one way for the Israelis to sucker the world into a contrived narrative, it is to create a hostage situation. The Khazarians are truly masters of directing this type of psyop. They know there's no better way to evoke sympathy from all of the naive, uninformed folks watching every minute of this drama. Now, I'm going to add one more thing, including the Christian Zionists who say all things Israel, and it doesn't matter what the Israelis do. If you say anything about what they've done and how they kill Palestinians for sport, you are an anti-Semite. Thought I'd add that in. Now, no, there's one dead giveaway that this Khazarian cabal directed surprise attacks was completely staged by the Israeli neocon Zionists, just considered the date of the Mossad black operation and global PSYOP, October the 7th. Notice that this date falls on the very day after Jews complete the celebration of their fall feast, also known as Autumn Modium. In point of fact, the final Jewish fall feast is the 6th of October, a convenient for all practicing Jews in Israel to finish the observance of these sacred days just in the nick of time. Wow. This guy nails it completely to the, to the wall and, tell, and tells you the truth that I've told you. And a lot of it's right back to that doggone you know, you know, secret that nobody wants to talk about, and that is the rebuilding of the Third Temple. All of this stuff is orchestrated and directed at the highest levels of the high levels of the Masonic Lodges who are also in corporate cooperation with the Sabbatain Luciferian Kabbalah Synagogue of Satan. 
all of this stuff is being completely orchestrated and taken care of through the international banking cartels who are then controlled through the fallen angels. And that's why we did angel wars and through an interdimensional interface that our Bible says to us over and over again, our battle is not against flesh and blood, period. And we need to understand that. And always remember this. When you ask yourself a question, who benefits and why on something like this? Benjamin Netanyahu is in trouble politically. He's trying to establish a dictatorship in Israel. He was having thousands and thousands of people consistently broadcast, you know, protesting in the street over Netanyahu's corrupt administration. And suddenly now they're being brought back together, and they're being played by the Khazarians again, the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan sect again, to make the other Jews that are not realizing what's going on to go ahead and march to the beat of the correct drummer to stay in unison. So that's like I said yesterday. They'll kill Israelis. They'll kill Germans. They'll kill Americans. They'll do 9-11. They don't care. They'll kill Kennedy. They were directly involved in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. You guys can look it up. The, 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 uh, the entire thing with the Titanic was directly pushed through J.P. Morgan or the Rothschild banking cartel to get their Central Reserve Bank into the United States. But that's why the guy, basically John Jacob Astor, who was diametrically opposed to a Federal Reserve system, who built the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the St. Regis Hotel in New York and owned a big port of part of New York, one of the richest men in the world, was diametrically opposed to a, basically a, a, you know, a central bank being formed in the United States. And he stood against these Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan bankers, and he said that he was not going to allow the Federal Reserve to happen in the United States. He happened to be a – he got a front-row seat on the Titanic. J.P. Morgan was also scheduled on the Titanic, and he canceled at the last minute. That whole thing was a setup by the same people that brought us World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the War on Terror – the Civil War, all of it, the same Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan working in conjunctions with the highest levels of the doggone Masonic lodges are the ones that do all of this stuff, including the Bilderberger Group and the Committee of 300, all the rest of these guys. All of these guys are the nexus, you know, are the giant spider web with a nexus in the middle being Lucifer. That's the bottom line here. That's who's behind the curtain with all of this stuff. That's why our battle is not against flesh and blood. That's why the Bible tells us to stand our ground. And put on the full armor of God, and no matter what else happens, to stand. What do you think, Austin? Sorry, <laughs> microphones doing some weird stuff. You're absolutely right about this because this is something that I think a lot of people have continued to forget about. I've noticed this as far as especially in the Christian community the last couple of days. I was at church on Sunday and talked to a few people over there. And one thing that I've been very disappointed about is this something that's been in the topics that you've discussed repeatedly, Dad, and I've seen it a lot, is that all of a sudden it's coming down to this again. I talked about it yesterday, this whole thing where it's either you support Israel and anything that happens in any war that they start, or you're supporting the terrorist. There's no basis of, well, are you supporting biblical values? Are you supporting Christian beliefs? Are you supporting the word of God? There is none of that getting brought up anymore. It's automatically, I stand with Israel in anything they do and anything they say and anything they attack and any war they start, we're backing them for any reason whatsoever. I'm sorry, guys, that ain't the, that's not the word of God. There's no concept of that where you have to turn around and blindly follow a certain country because you're told to do so on the mainstream media. And I know there's a lot of Christians that get mad about that topic because a lot of the twisted doctrine they put in the Bible now. But on the other hand, too, if you have a country that says, by the way, we're going to support full-term abortion, 
Does that mean now all of a sudden the United States says, oh, well, well, by the way, we're, we all, all the Christians in the United States, now we, we support forced abortion too because that's what they do over there. We, we, we support full homosexual engagements over there because, well, that's, that's what we're told to do over there. There has to be a certain point in time where you start basing things off principles and values instead of just what you're told to believe. And I've, I've seen that. I've never – I have not witnessed this very much except – this strongly is since 9-11 when I start seeing groups where they start talking about it doesn't matter. We need to support them and bomb Iran now. We need to support them and start doing strategic oil strike you know, uh, on missile strikes on their oil reserves. Everybody needs to support this right now. Whenever you start having somebody tell you something, that you have to do it right now. I've told you guys this in car deals. I've done this a lot in business deals. Anytime somebody comes at you and they start telling you, well, you got, you got, you got somebody right on the line right now. I got another guy right now who's going to buy the vehicle if you don't want it right this second. You got to tell me five minutes right now, you got to sign this paper. You got to know what you want to do. Do you want it right now? Don't, don't, if you don't do it right now, it's gone. You're not going to get it again. My question is always, well, I'm not really sure if I want it now. If it's that big of a deal and you're making it that big of a point that I got to sign this right now or do this deal right now or do this investment right now or make a decision right this second, and I can't think about it. That's just a very, very clever tactic in psychological operations in order to manipulate you in the direction that they want. Always understand that. It's a sales tactic. Very, very effective one as well for most people. And so anytime you start seeing things in the media like we're watching right now where every single mainstream media outlet is literally covering the exact same thing, and now we're basically deploying this massive air carrier, uh, strike carrier to the eastern Mediterranean. All this military that's already been built up out there, and I told this to Dad yesterday. I said, isn't it interesting that we've been strategically moving all this equipment and these M1 Abrams tanks now to allegedly to Ukraine and all these armaments? Now we're talking about running with F-16s or F-18s over there too now. All this equipment that we've been now pushing to Ukraine that, quite frankly, they can't even use nor do they know how to operate in most cases, much less a very small border war that they're involved in. Now suddenly we have all this equipment and all this stage theater ready to go right now, and if you noticed – you have not – you cannot right now. If you look on, on social media or if you look on mainstream media and you search and do search engines, you cannot find one single news story about Ukraine whatsoever. Not one. There's not one online right now. Not one single one you will find anywhere on mainstream media whatsoever. And it's ironic because remember what's happened over the last month? They started showing that the polls, 60, 70 percent of the American population did not support the war in Ukraine. You started having congressional leaders say that basically they were going to shut down the government if we were going to basically support Ukraine anymore. You had Matt Gates talking about pushing these bills that basically were done giving any more money to him. We had this whole ousting of the speaker with McCarthy. All these things just happen in politics over Ukraine and topics about it, and now suddenly nothing exists. There's not a remnant of anything on it anywhere on social media or on mainstream media at all. That should tell you right there who's actually running the show and what the entire point of what they're doing with this is right now. I just thought I would tell you that it's just so you make your own decisions on it. Also, too, in other news as far as health news as well, this is something that I've talked about repeatedly as far as with the um, the health topics that we talk about. And this is why we do what we do on the website as far as with the supplements and the news articles and the blogs that we put out on a regular basis is that there's so much stuff that constantly has to be brought up out there by essentially what we're seeing now with the health topics and stuff that's constantly suppressed. Well, we saw this during COVID where they told you that vitamin C and ivermectin 
didn't work. And that basically all these different nutrients and supplements, nobody could talk about them at all. That's why we bring these articles up on the website on a regular basis to encourage people to finally start getting out there and discussing this stuff. Because again, nobody wants to talk about big pharma and what they're doing with the prescription industry. No, like I told you yesterday, nobody's now discussing anything about Pfizer releasing their COVID shot last week that basically had 10 mice tested whatsoever. None of that is getting discussed about at all. And so that's why we put a lot of these articles on the website. That's why we bring a lot of this information to your attention so you can actually make informed decisions on a lot of this stuff and go into detail and encourage others to do the same. Because as I've said before, what we're watching right now is a direct, direct effort to completely and totally ruin the childhood as far as the immunizations or the, the, the immunity and the nutrient density and also the, uh, the immune systems of these young children right now, these young kids, where they're pumping these RNA gene therapy shots in the six-month-olds and older, and yet it's an atrocity. It's something we've never witnessed on a scale like this before where they're going after these young children with gene therapy that was developed by DARPA, and yet nobody's wanting to talk about any of it anymore at all because they've got another agenda to cover up. And I've told you guys this time and time before again, whenever you see every single mainstream media outlet covering the exact same topic verbatim, literally to the same word on every news outlet, there is something else going on that they want to cover up. And there's something going on behind the scenes. They do not want you to see. And that is more clear right now than it ever has been. What do you think, Dan? You, you know, the truth is often, you know, there is a lot more going on behind the scenes that we've seen. And there's a lot of stuff that always goes on behind the scenes. It's called machinations. And we just don't understand that as far as most Americans, because we kind of try to have a tendency just to want to, you know, be thinking about our, you know, our three meals a day, our jobs that we have and all the rest of it. So we always want to try to be the best we possibly can for our families. And we're not thinking about what's happening globally. We really don't think about that much in the United States. It's interesting to me, you know, you go to Europe. And you start talking to people about what's happening globally, and they start telling you all of the things that's happening in their country and all the things that's happening in the United States and all of the things the Americans are being told that aren't true. Because in Germany and some of the other places in the world, there is some – there still is some, a very little amount of independent press, a lot of shortwave radio, et cetera, that people can still listen to and hear the truth, and they like to do that because they were so – propagandized by Hitler in World War I and World War II, they realized that most of what the United States says is basically a lie. I remember uh, I, was in a, I was in a little town in Switzerland called Gimmelwald. It's, uh, it was promoted by Rick Steves, you know, one of his little, you know, America, you know, his travel show that he did years ago. I watched it. And it's a little tiny out town. It's about 300 people up in the mountains. There's not even a road to get to it. You have to take a tram to it. And it's like on the side of a mountain and you have all these little houses on the side of the mountain and all these little shops on the side of the mountain to make fresh cheeses and fresh organic milk and all of this stuff. And it's amazing. But the problem with it is, is that, you know, you know, it's geographically isolated, but they still have Internet. because Pretty much all of Switzerland has Internet. And there's a guy who has a, who has a bed and breakfast there. His name is Ollie. And I was talking to him one day. In fact, Rick Steves was actually staying there with him. But Rick Steves had a cold and couldn't come out and talk or whatever. He probably just didn't want to come out and talk anyhow, I'll be honest with you. He probably didn't have a cold. But the reality is, is that he starts telling me about how I had done this and I had done that and I had done this with the people in the United States. And it was my fault at America. And I, and I looked at him. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm probably one of the only people that go that, that basically come out against all of this stuff over and over and over again on my talk show. 
and uh, what we do with our podcast and what we do as far as telling the people the truth. But it was so funny to me, Austin, how judgmental Ali was towards the people in the United States and how all of us were bad. And that's how the world sees us. And see, when you understand that, you have to ask yourself a question. How in the world did that happen? Why in the world has that happened? And that goes right back to the Frankfurt School that we had talked about. That goes right back to the fact that the Frankfurt School came in with cultural Marxism to destroy not only the United States but the rest of the world because they had to destroy the United States being the city on the hill that everybody wanted to go to and have freedom because we were Republican. We had free enterprise. They had to destroy the image of the United States in everybody's eyes, and that's what they've done. They've come in now, and they've literally destroyed the entire image of the United States in everyone's eyes everywhere in the world because they don't want us to be that cultural icon that was pe- that were people who were coming to by the millions and millions and millions. This is why they brought the immigration into this country. It wasn't to bring in more workers. That's a lie. They brought immigration into this country to destroy the cultural fabric of the United States that made the United States the United States of America. And like I said yesterday, now we have millions of fighting age men that have come in from all different kind of countries, and we have no idea if these are all sleeper cells that have been brought into the United States as far as many of them. I know they can't all be, but there may be hundreds of thousands of them that are coming in that are sleeper cells that were trained in guerrilla warfare techniques all around the world to be brought into the United States to further degrade us because this is what the Illuminati wanted. Building seven guys. They took building seven of You can see it that way. They want a new world order out of chaos, and that's where they're taking us. And if, if you can't see that now, especially with that corrupt Benjamin Netanyahu, then you're not paying any attention to what's really, really happening. I mean, think about it. The Trump circus show, former president of the United States being indicted on criminal charges, you know, civil charges and all kinds of other charges, you know, the circus show trial that he's going to have. The fact that he did not pardon the January the 6th protesters to make sure that the patriot groups around the country were basically emasculated. That's what he did, by the way. Trump did that. Did, did not pardon himself, which he could have done, along with his entire family. Could have pardoned for any – whatever. You know, whatever they could have done. They could have pardoned everybody with a presidential pardon, and then that wouldn't be part of the news cycle. That presidential pardon would have gone in for a couple of weeks. Everybody been mad at he did that for him and his family, but then everybody would have left it alone. We wouldn't have the circus show trial anymore. We wouldn't have the circus show trial of all these people from January the 6th. It's all orchestrated machinations and obfuscation behind the scenes so you don't see who's pulling the strings in the nexus. That's what this is, and that's what they've always done. And remember this. This is the same thing that that Lucifer did to God Almighty. He did the same thing. He didn't care. He he thought – he's so arrogant that he set out a fleet to go into the third heaven. We talked about this in Angel Wars to take over God Almighty and take over heaven and basically control the universe and dragged a third of the angels with him who believed him. And basically there was no way you could defeat an omnipresent being because he knew what was going to happen before it happened. And then he was defeated. The earth got flooded. He was imprisoned, and then he was released again in the Garden of Eden. And we talked about this in depth in Angel Wars. But that's the level of arrogance that we're dealing with here. When you're dealing with an entity like this that believes that he can do anything he wants to do, whatever he wants to do it, and he has no moral recourse, and that God won't do anything to him. He's that twisted in the head. He's, it's, it's this, he's, he's so evil it must be beyond belief. Remember that one astronaut went down to Antarctica, and he came back like you know in a medevac, and he said he couldn't believe the presence of evil down there and how, how horrible it was? And see, this is what we're fighting against. That's why the Bible warns us to put on the full armor of God. That's why we have to be so careful with associations of people we hang out with. There are so many people out there that are so bad that if you listen to them, they're going to give you bad advice. 
and they're going to constantly give you bad advice. There are people out there that are in trouble financially because of the bad advice they've taken, the bad decisions they've made, and the bad choices they've made or the bad friends they've hung out with or all the other things that have caused all that. And they're in a situation now where they can't get out of it because three-quarters of their loans that they have out are student loans, and they can't bankrupt those. So even if they bankrupt it, they can't find get rid of the student loans. That was all part of the enslavement process to make you think that you had to have everything they showed you on Madison Avenue to give you slick advertising campaigns to make you think that they had to do what they, you had to do whatever they told you to do and buy whatever they were trying to sell. All of this stuff is what happens, and it never, ever ends. And it's sad to me because at that point in time, you start to find out that you know you are being controlled by a taskmaster, that you have been enslaved, and you didn't realize it when you were a student. You were majoring in underwater basket weaving or black studies or black history or gay and lesbian studies. No one told you when you borrowed $150,000 to get a degree like that you couldn't get a job. In fact, a lot of those degrees are so bad they don't want to hire you because you've been trained in that, that socialism and that mindset like that. They don't even want, they don't even want to work with you. They, they, they see what your degree is in. They go, ah, oh, God, guy's got a degree in underwater basket weaving. He's got to be stupid. Why would I hire him, right? But you got a $150,000 student loan that you can't bankrupt. And when they did that back in the 70s, they made that a non-disruptable, a non-dischargeable charge. You couldn't bankrupt it. It set off a factor now 50 years later of putting hundreds of millions of people in the United States into student loan debt with trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars owed in student loans with these people having their web paychecks garnished in many cases because they can't make the loan payments and the loan payments have defaulted. I've got a friend of mine a couple of years ago. I, I, I didn't know the girl back then, the woman then, and she, she bought a dog on Lincoln Navigator and she paid like $30,000 too much for it. And I, we warned everybody on our show not to buy used cars. And she had filed bankruptcy a year earlier, you know, and basically had discharged all of her debt. Well, then she tried to get a car. She couldn't. So her mom then basically co-signs the car with her. And now the car's worth, you know, $30,000 and there's 65, 70,000 owed on it. She's been late on the payments. So it's defaulted now from the 4% interest that she had all the way up to like 30% interest with fees and penalties on top of it. And now she's massively upside down on the car, can't file bankruptcy again. And even if she could, her mother would be tied into the loan. This is the kind of stuff that we see all of the time when you start talking to people with decisions that they make. You know, first of all, it was an $80,000 vehicle. Didn't need to be bought. It was worth 50 when they bought it, maybe 45. And, but they bought it for 80, got the credit approved because of the co-signer. And now they're in a situation where they can't make the payments. And suddenly – it's everybody else's fault. You know, I made a mistake, but it's, nobody's thinking about what happened before as far as the bankruptcy before. No one wants to think through that they made choices that have caused all of these problems in their lives. And the same thing is true, isn't it? If you take a choice of taking drugs or alcohol or steroids or all kinds of other illegal substances into your body, and suddenly you have all these health problems, and suddenly now you want somebody else to pay the medical bill, is that the exact same thing? And see, and that's the truth. We make choices based upon you know, our knowledge at that time rather than doing the research and those choices that come back to bite us in the bottom. And we think, well, wow, this has got to be fixed. I got to try to find somebody who can help me with this. Well, no, maybe you need to change your lifestyle. Maybe you need to stop hanging out with the friends. You know, we talked about the pit scenario many times that people get themselves into a pit and somebody tries to drop a ladder in to help them and nobody wants to get out of the pit. They just want to stay in the pit and they expect you to carry them out of the pit and they don't want to have any input as far as getting out. And this is what you run into with this. And it never, ever, ever ends with society and sadly 
that's the problem, isn't it? When you start writing, you start talking to people, developing new friendships and new acquaintances, you start finding out the choices that they've made have affected where they are right now. Now, let me give you an example. You know, we have the tapestry woven of our life. It's a woven tapestry. It's all of the events that we have and all the fractal timelines which make us who we are today. Now, sometimes you'll think, well, maybe I should have changed that tapestry. Maybe I could unwind one thing in that tapestry, you know, like with me personally. You know, I was put in school a year early when I was a little kid because I guess my, my IQ was real high and they, they said, said I could do the work. But I was a lot physically smaller than a lot of the other kids in that class. And I got picked on you know, physically. And then finally, I started hitting the weights because I had enough of it in junior high school. And I got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And suddenly I stopped getting picked on. Okay, I overcame the bullies. and I wouldn't put up with it anymore. And suddenly I realized one time I said, man, I wish that had never happened to me. Then I thought to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, if I had never been picked on, I'd have never started working out, which I've done my entire life, which has kept me really, really young and really, really healthy. And it's my profession now with what I do with health masters. So if I pulled that thread out, what would it have become with my life? And that's true, isn't it? You know, I stayed in Tallahassee a few extra years. You guys know about that. When I, when I, when I first graduated, I ran into Sharon. You know, we got married to make a long story short. If I had not stayed in Tallahassee, I would never have run into Sharon. I would have had this incredible marriage all of those years, all of those decades. So all of these different threads that you say, well, maybe I should have changed this or maybe I should have changed that. They, they weave a mosaic of your life. Now, let me, let, me give you, let me give you a little bit of warning here. Sometimes the mosaic's not very pretty because of choices. But that doesn't mean you can't have a pretty mosaic and you can't weave over it. But you've got to start making the healthier choices and the better choices for the rest of your life. And it's never too late to do that as long as you're breathing air. I love the Christmas carol with Scrooge, and he had this horrible life. And finally he realized when he saw the different ghosts of Christian past and Christian present and Christmas future that he basically had the ability to make changes. He didn't want to live like that anymore as he wove a new tapestry for the last part of his life. We can all do that. That starts with a relationship and a commitment to Jesus Christ. If we have a relationship and commitment to Christ, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because he is the one who helps us to change our tapestry. He is the one who brings us back and reconciles us with that of the Father. And the thing about it is, though, when you start doing that, you start changing your life, there are certain people that were in your old tapestry that you've got to disassociate yourself with. There are certain news broadcasts that you can't listen to anymore. There are certain people that are going to lie to you consistently and try to use you consistently. You've got to get away from them, and you've got to realize that you have to work on your own tapestry one thread at a time, and it will change the entire outcome of your life. But you can't just sit around and wait to do that. You've got to start doing it immediately, and that's the key, isn't it? And that's what Jesus said he'll do. Remember what he said? My grace is sufficient for thee. You have the ability to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And this is what we have to look at. This is what we have to see. If we have the ability through Jesus to do all things through him, why are we not doing that? Hmm? I'm asking that question. Why are we not doing that? Why are we not doing all things through him? At least attempting it. Remember this plaque that I have that's in German in my house? Zwei Leben stutzen brechen nie, Gebet und Arbeit heißen sie. Two fundamental principles of life that can never be broken, prayer and work. God, you got to pray like it's all up to God. That's so why I love praying all the time. And you've got to work like it's all up to you. And when you combine those two together, it creates tremendous synergy in the unseen world, which allows faith to take root and allow things to happen and to change. But you've got to take the first step. And one of the first steps you can do is listen to alt media that tells you the truth, like we're doing right here. A lot of pastors aren't going to tell you what I just told you. But I'm telling you the truth, that we can do all things through Christ, for this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Also, what do you think, bud?
Oh, you're spot on. It's getting the proper information in and getting positive information in. You know, there's a, one guy that I've talked about, and Dad put me on him years ago, is Jim Rohn. You know, he's got a ton of positive messages that he's done for decades and had a great information that had a positive impact on my life. Certain things like that can make a huge difference. Instead of listening to, you know, secular music when you're driving around or passing the time or if you're not on a phone call or driving, you know, listen to some positive input. Listen to something that's going to help encourage you. This helps going to change your mindset into a positive direction because everybody needs help sometimes being positive. There's no question about it. Nobody can ever say every single morning they've ever waked up, they've always been 100% ready to go positive. If they say that, they're lying. You know, there's sometimes you get up and you're like, okay, I got to grind through this. I got to do this. I'm just, you know, I'm feeling it today. But continually putting in that positive energy, positive in, positive out. You can't expect to put in negative, negative, negative all the time and get positive out. It does not work that way. The same thing like Dad said earlier with certain choices and certain behavior patterns. At some point in time, you go, okay, I've got to do the best I can in a certain situation. I've got to work through this. This is how I'm going to handle it. This is the best way I can possibly do it right now, and I'm going to execute it that way. You can sit around, you can lament on some things and go, oh, woe is me, woe is me. Or you can say, no, listen, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm in it. This is the pit that I may be in. How do I build a ladder to climb out? Do the best you can. Make a makeshift ladder. Make a rope. Do whatever you can to get your way out to the most productive, safest way possible. And that's the crucial part that a lot of people, I think, fail to realize sometimes when they get in situations. They get overwhelmed by the current situation that they don't think outside the box and go, okay, there may be another option here. may not be the best option, maybe option plan C or D. But it's still an option that's more viable than what I'm doing right now, and that's so crucial. And that's why, like he said, with social media or uh, mainstream media, you can't come up with the level of negative rhetoric that they're putting out there. This is an article. I found this a minute ago. This just came out 22 hours ago. This is from the New York Times, and this is the title of the article. Feeling terrible after your COVID shot, question mark, then it's probably working. Fever, chills, fatigue are all signs of a vigorous antibody production, and a new study finds that your vaccine is working when you feel terrible. I cannot make I cannot make this up. This is literally what they put. They put it out in the Yahoo News and everything else now. I said a new study encouraging Americans who shy away from the COVID shot to get it because they're worried about the side effects shows that chills, fatigue, headache, and malaise can follow vaccination are a sign of a vigorous immune system that it's actually working. People have had these side effects after the COVID vaccine have more antibodies against the COVID COVID coronavirus. And he goes on to say here, we hope this actually helps people with their concerns. In fact, those symptoms, though they be unpleasant, it's actually working for you. And you need to be encouraged to make sure you stay up to date on your COVID booster. I can't, I can't read much more of this. When you, there's a level of propaganda when it becomes almost embarrassing to read because you know somebody actually wrote this and thought that people were actually going to believe this. And that some people probably actually do believe this when they read it. And this is just a crazy part to me when you start reading stuff like this, when they're actually pushing, they're truly pushing articles out there that are telling you when you feel unbelievably sick and you've got fevers and chills and runny nose and sore throat and you can't get out of bed for an entire week, it's because your shot's working. No ding dong. It's because you're sick as a dog because you've injected RNA gene therapy into you. It's the same concept that I've laughed just hysterically before when I talk to people who get the flu shot and they go, yeah, I've been perfectly healthy. I never get sick. I got the flu shot. I was sick as a dog for a week and a half. 
So what actually happened there? What what really occurred there that made it so much better for you to get the shot? What would happen if you just winged it and took supplements and didn't get the shot? What's the worst case scenario happened? You got the flu and you still got sick for a week. This is the concept that eludes the American population in some cases when they've been so brainwashed to believe anything the medical industrial complex has told them that they actually will listen to some of the stupidest rhetoric that's ever existed because that's the science. Remember what they said the whole time during COVID? Trust the science. Fauci goes, I am science. If you don't believe me, you don't believe science. Now to come to find out, he had secret CIA meetings to figure out how they could manipulate the COVID origin and tell everybody it was in a wet market. Somebody ate a bat and got COVID and transferred across the entire world. A stupid topic that was, some people actually believe. But this is where it goes when you start seeing a lot of this stuff. When you start having no basis in reality and people just start believing every single thing they're told, hook, line, and sinker, kind of the same concept we've seen now with the tranny position where the people are coming out now saying, I'm, 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 you know, whatever they, all these different gender names they have all the time. Now they start coming out. I don't identify as this. And I identify as this. And I change my gender every single day. And I'm gender fluid. And I'm sitting there going, that's okay. If somebody wants to live in a paranoid, strange fantasy world where they have all these crazy ideas that aren't based in reality, you can't really tell anybody they can't live as a, as a nut job. I mean, if somebody wants to live as a nut job, they can live as a nut job. But you cannot force the general population to actually believe lunatics and believe fantasies from people that are crazy and have gender dysphoria. That's not functional society. That's when you actually start having the inmates running the asylum. It doesn't work that way. And that's exactly what we've watched on the scientific community where they told us Vitamin C intravenously does not work. Zinc does not work. Ivermectin does not work. Nothing works whatsoever. The only thing that works is you shelter in place and wait for a shot to be here. When you start having those lies reach a point of that level of insanity, you start realizing that society is becoming doomed if people continue to listen to it, period. Because once you have a society that actually completely strays away from any type of norms, any type of biblical principles, any type of basis in society, any type of basis in natural nutrition, which are all things that have been around for thousands of years and have been staples and guaranteed that we've looked at to work, When you start saying that none of those things are applicable anymore, even with a thousand years, thousands of years of track record, they're no longer applicable. And the only thing that's real now is what we tell you. My friends, you're dealing with a police state. You're dealing with tyranny at its utmost prime example. And that's when you have to start taking a step back and saying, no, I'm not going to comply with this. I'm not going to go along with lunacy. I'm not going to comply with moronic behavior. I'm not going to go along with it simply because I'm not going to do it. And the people that come at you and yell at you and scream at you and write nasty emails to you and get insanely mad at you and want to get in fights with you because you don't go along with it, that shows you the level of how far society is degraded. When you have people that are willing to literally get in fights over lies that they believe because they're unwilling to look at the truth and actually address it for what it really is because their normalcy bias has become so horrific they will not listen to anything other than the lies they've been told and that's exactly what we watched during covid and that mindset has not left the united states in some cases we're still watching it occur right now 
in full time as we have now for multiple years now. And the mainstream media is the most effective tool at controlling the population. You go back and look at Joseph Goebbels. You go back and look at what he did as far as the godfather of propaganda. You have to understand what these people were involved in when it came down to psychological operations, understanding the mind and the psyche and how to manipulate it. That's why Goebbels said, if you make the lie big enough, if you tell the lie long enough, eventually everyone will believe the lie. And that's literally what we've been watching now firsthand in this country. And that's why it's so important to continue to get this truth out on a regular basis and forward these shows and forward these articles and continue to encourage others to speak up for the truth and speak up for what they truly believe. What do you think, Deb? Uh, you know, it, what's interesting about all of this, Austin, is, you know, it, it's, if you don't speak up for the truth, you're, you're not going to ever find out you know, the truth. Like right now, the Nord Stream 2.0, right now, the Finland, Estonia, undersea pipeline of the Baltic has been deliberately sabotaged. That's a question mark. I mean, more and more insecurity, more and more global problems. You know, it's saying that global insecurity could lead to shortages of life-saving medications. You know, you know, right now, Israel is being given more armaments by the United States. I mean, think about that for a second. First of all, the war in Israel, it's not a war. The staged event in Israel is going to be over with pretty quick. It's, just, it's going to be over as, as quick as Israel wants to be over with. What they're doing now, they're bombing Gaza into a rubble. They're trying to kill everybody over there, I guess. And so that's the only war that's going on right now is they are counteroffensing, and they're just killing, 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 killing Palestinians, period. Now, the Biden administration is sending more weapons to Israel after dipping into its military stockpile for the, for the Ukraine. The Biden administration is sending munitions to Israel months after it dipped in the Israeli-based U.S. military stockpile to aid Ukraine. President Joe Biden told Israel Prime Netanyahu during a call on Sunday that military assistance was on the way and with more to follow in the coming days. The assistance will include munitions, according to the Pentagon. According to the New York Times, the Pentagon in January had tapped already into its vast but little-known stockpile of American ammunition to Israel. I didn't know we even had that. Help Ukraine's dire need for artillery shells in the war with Russia. Another big fabricated event. Now, the Biden administration is rushing over more supplies to Israel as it embarks on a major military operation against Hamas terrorists, which means Palestinians and killing women and children that launched attacks who did not across the country, killing more than 900, which is another lie, including at least nine Americans. We have to put that in there, too. The purpose of the stockpile for Israel was for this very scenario that the country saw on Saturday after it was under siege from Hamas militants. It was never under siege. You know, I'm not going to read the rest of this stuff. You know, I'm shame on you, Breitbart, for even publishing this. You know, after Breitbart was killed, which I'm not going to go into detail with that, you know, that, that website has never, ever been the same again. Now, just to add insult to injury, the Ukraine-Russian war live, it is Russia's interest to inflame the war in the Middle East, says Zelensky. Wait a minute. Ukrainian president dancing gay bi-gendered, bisexual weirdo who likes to play the piano with his private parts and wear leathers in high heels. Zelensky said on Monday that it was in Russia's interest to stoke the war in the Middle East to weaken the global unity. Based on available information, very clear information, I'm sure from Israel, it is in Russia's interest to inflame the war in the Middle East to create a new source of pain and suffering that would weaken global unity, create divisions, and help Russia in undermining freedom in Europe. Unbelievable, the rhetoric. Zelensky said in his nightly video address, it comes as Ukrainian forces have made small gains over the weekend. Lie, long multiple points. Lie, in heavy rain, probably true, slows down the offensive. Geo-located geo images show Ukrainian infantry roughly 300 meters north of Novoprovkia, south of Rotodyne, in the deepest they've seen inside the Russian-occupied territory part of the attack. You know, here's the thing. The Ukraine war could have been over within 60 days. It's not. Vladimir Putin 
as much as we all want to like him because of his stance with Christianity and the Russian Orthodox Church and his stance and the things he says about the West, could have taken this war to nothing within 30 to 60 days. He chose not to do that. This is an orchestrated event to continue to send armaments into the Ukraine so they can go and be distributed throughout the world to create the chaos that the New World Order is seeking so desperately because they want to create order out of that. And they'll get to the point where it's so bad that people will be actually asking for the Antichrist to lead them. Not saying Antichrist, but a new world, one world leader. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen, too. This is what the Bible says. DeSantis administration set up a lawsuit now will disclose COVID data and pay attorney fees. After two, after two years of denying the detailed COVID data related to 2021 infections of vaccines existed and then being forced in court to turn it over, Governor DeSantis and the Florida Department of Health have agreed a settlement that required the state to disclose coronavirus data on its website and pay attorney's fees for attempting to circumvent state public records law. Again, this is being done to show people, quote unquote, that the COVID virus was real, that Florida must have lied about the COVID virus, and they want to go ahead and make sure that every person who died from anything is listed as a COVID death so it can show up in the data to try to discredit DeSantis and discredit the anti-vaccination movement. That's what this is. That's all this is. And if you don't see it that way, you kind of need to step back and take a look at it and realize that's what they're doing. By the way, Robert Kennedy is now not going to run as a Democrat because he has no chance against Biden. He knows that. He's going to run as an independent. He knows what he'll do if he does that. And I'm not sure if he's going to siphon more votes off of Joe Biden or more votes off of Trump. I have no idea. We saw that happen with Ross Perot in the early 90s, which basically put Clinton in the office. So we don't know what will happen with all of this either. But the reality is, is this. Robert Kennedy says a lot of good stuff. He's also a super, super, super staunch pro Israel candidate, period. Just thought I'd mention that to you, too. So is anybody not pro-Israel? Not at this level of politics. You're going to be shadow banned. You're going to make, they're going to make sure that you're going to march to their drum and follow what they want you to do if they're going to allow you to continue to escalate in the high levels of American politics, which are all machinations from behind the scenes. I love you guys, and I appreciate it. You keep your hearts and minds in Jesus, for he's the author, and he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of the faith. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. I mean, Robert F. Kennedy does have some great information. He's had some great, great background and knowledge on the COVID injection, especially a lot of the standard vaccines and very detailed information, and scientific knowledge. He's very, very smart in that area. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to play out there, but as far as with running as an independent, the problem is we already know that with the Biden team, they're going to do everything they can to basically make sure that they have just ballots on ballots on ballots. It's still frustrating me to no end of after watching the 2020 election how you still have this agenda where people talk about that there were there was a totally legit election there was nothing nothing to see here 81 million votes most popular president in history the man can't even walk off the stage and he shakes hands with the air and walks around in circles as he's lost and what's crazy about it is you knew it was a sham when every single time he did a rally and 20 to 30 people would show up and they'd spread all the chairs out 10 feet apart because of COVID. And there'd literally be 20, 30 people at a rally. And they were all staged theater. And literally Trump would go have a rally and 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people would show up. But yet suddenly Biden was the most you know, popular president in history. Everything about that election was fraudulent. And so, again, what are we going to watch next year? I don't know. It's hard to tell if you're actually going to get anything legitimate by the looks of it. I highly doubt it. But again, at least Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the one thing I do have to say positive about it regardless, though, is he has gotten a ton of coverage on social media and on alternative media because of his presidential run. He has gotten a ton of information out there about the COVID shot, especially the COVID 
uh, the RNA booster shots and the childhood shot schedule. He has called that out a lot in detail on numerous platforms. So at the very least, whatever happens with another stolen election, at least the general populace that actually is awake and is listening has had the ability to get exposure to some of that information from somebody that has a lot of credibility in that field. So that's one positive thing I can honestly say about a lot of stuff that he has put out there and he's continued to talk about on so many platforms. Also to another news, this is interesting, is we've watched now, and I've encouraged you guys to really do research on your public schools where your kids are at and friends and family are at. A report now has found that more and more surveillance infrastructure is being installed in schools all over the United States. From the American Civil Liberties Union, they have found that over last two decades, a segment of the education technology sector that markets student surveillance has grown into a $3.1 billion a year industry with a projected 8% annual growth rate. They said now that the level of recording devices, the level of facial recognition software, and the level of monitoring at schools now has been growing exponentially all across the public school sectors in the country. And this is not for their childhood protection for these kids in here. I've told you guys that before. The infrastructures they've built with schools are designed to be mocks of basically low security prison systems. We saw this during COVID, the way they treated the kids, the way they made them walk and file, the way they had to stand six feet apart, the way they couldn't speak until spoken to, they had to keep a mask on. It was all about training that younger generation to be used to being in a prison system. That's what it was. And this is what they've continued to do and they indoctrinate them with pure perversion. So be aware of that understand it, do your own research with the public school system, my friends. And I appreciate the continual support and emails we've gotten from you guys. Thank you for staying with us on this journey that we've had over the last, you know, six, seven, eight years now with the podcast, thousands and thousands of podcasts. Thank you for getting the information out there. Be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter on the front page of healthmasters.com. Be sure to contact us if you need anything. Email us on the website. Give us a call or contact us on the chat box on the front page. We're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can. So thank you for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.